happy girl. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another podcast of Women at the Well Ministries, where we believe that all of us have to come to Jesus like the woman at the well in John chapter 4. Our highest priority is making God real in your life. Whether you are listening in our app, in your favorite podcasting app, or on our website at watwm.org, we invite you to sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen your daily walk with Jesus Christ. In this episode of the Woman at the Well Ministries podcast, join Kim Miller and Erica Close in a conversation as we walk with Jesus. In today's conversation, we share on the topic of preparing our hearts to receive the greatest gift, Jesus, our Savior. Well, thank you everyone for joining us today. My name is Erica Close and I am here with Kim Miller. Hello and thank you for spending this time with us. And we're really excited because as we are recording this, we are moving from um, the time of Thanksgiving into the time that leads up to Christmas. And in preparing for Christmas, we thought it was important to talk about what we actually are preparing for when we're preparing for the gifts that we receive when we receive Jesus. Amen. For the many gifts that come when we have a relationship with Jesus um, and have him in our life. So today we're going to start off a series talking about all of those gifts that come to us when we receive Jesus. The gifts he brings. In Luke 2.11, he says, For unto us is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this Savior comes to save the world, Erica. But he brings with him amazing gifts. And if we would start now and we would continue to do this throughout our entire lives, we would never be able to fully exhaust the gifts that he brings. Amen. But we are going to spend the next few weeks talking about the gifts that Jesus brings. And the first gift and the primary gift and the most important gift he brings is salvation. And so Romans 10, 13 says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord and shall be saved. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I've been caught a lot of things in my life, Erica. (laughs) Some things good, some things bad. But what I know to be true is the greatest thing I've ever been called was a whosoever. And each and every person is a whosoever. And each and every one of us have the opportunity to come to Jesus and to receive his free gift of salvation. I love that verse. I love the whosoever. And I love that even in the the verse right before that in Romans, it talks about how there's no difference between the Jew and the Greek. And and in Rome, those were like the two, you know, populations of people that really would be living there. And so he's saying there's no difference between these two tremendously different people groups because for the same Lord over all, is rich unto all that call upon him. Like who we are is whose we are. 
That's right. Right. There's no difference in who we are because we have the same Lord. We have the same God. That's what's important. Not the color of our skin or the way that we speak or, you know, how we dress or our traditions or our customs. What's important is who our God is. And the only family ties that matter are the family ties to Jesus. The ones where we have his blood that washes away our sins, making us, though we were filthy rags, we are now white as snow. That's the family that matters, the family of God. So regardless of your upbringing, regardless of your status in life, regardless of your social status, you all come to Jesus like the woman at the well did. In John chapter 4, we come with an empty bucket asking the Lord to fill us, to overflowing. In Ephesians 2, 8, 9, he says, For by grace are you saved, through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. We are saved by the goodness and greatness of God who gave his son, Jesus, to die on the cross for us. And it is a gift that costs us nothing. It is a gift. Gifts don't cost anything, Erica. And there should be no strings attached to a gift. The gift of salvation is ours. We just simply have to receive it by believing on the name of the only begotten Son of God. John 3.16 gives us that. Absolutely. I think what just floors me in talking about grace is that I have absolutely nothing in it. Yep. You know, as you read that verse, I was just looking over from where we were in Romans and in Romans eleven six, we read, and if by grace, then it is no more of works. Otherwise, otherwise grace is no more grace. But if it be of works, then it is no more grace grace otherwise work is no more work if you have work in it it's not grace and in grace we have no work in it amen i can't do anything i am a task oriented get it done give me a list and i'll check everything off on it kind of person but i have nothing in my salvation and you can't buy it you can't earn it You can't even assist with it. It is a gift of God. A little bit earlier in that same chapter of Ephesians in verses 4 and 5, he says, But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love, wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace you are saved. Absolutely. It makes me think, going back to the whosoever verse, you know, regard, it's not about where we've, we're from and it's not about what we've done, right? There, we can be dead in sin and we are still the whosoever. You know, as we begin to think about this gift of salvation and you said something that I thought was incredibly important when you said that we're all the same. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't matter our skin color. It doesn't matter any of those things. And Ephesians 2, 6 tells us that he has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Amen. 
I mean, we really are the family of God, and we should have a resemblance of Jesus. We are Christians, so we should be Christ-like. But I believe the greatest gift that the baby in the manger brought with him was salvation, because that baby didn't stay in the manger, and that baby grew up to be our Savior, and that Savior didn't stay in the grave. Amen. Amen. He rolled the stone away. When we're talking about salvation, I want to go over to Titus 2.11, yes. which is just a precious, precious verse that this is the verse that Luke 2.11 is on like all the Christmas cards, you know, right. but this one should also be on, should be on all the Christmas cards. Titus 2.11, for the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men. I love that. And I love that when you pair that with Romans 10, 13, because Romans 10, 13 says, whosoever shall call, right? Everybody should call, right? That's God's mm -hmm. intent, right? Everybody should call on the name of the Lord to be saved. But also the grace of God has appeared to all men. All of us have seen at some point or another, or will have an opportunity to see the grace of God. He appeared or will appear <laughs> to all of us. Which is why he sends no one to hell. Yeah. It is a choice. It is a gift. Mm -hmm. And he gives you opportunity to recognize who he is. That's his grace. And his mercy is the blood of Jesus to wash away your sins. And it's unmerited favor that we have no reason to get is that grace that he gives and he doesn't give us the penalty that we deserve which is hell instead he gives us the gift of salvation and jesus christ our savior is the greatest gift you could ever give another gift that i believe that goes right along with his salvation is he has a plan for us. Amen. He has a plan for us. And, and most of us know Jeremiah 29, 11. But before we get to Jeremiah 29, 11, I'd like to talk about 2 Peter 3, 9. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness. It is long-suffering to us. But how many of you can shout amen to that? <laughs> long-suffering to usward. Not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. His plan for his creation, for all of mankind, was to dwell with him forever in paradise and peace. But we messed that up in the garden. And all of us have sinned and come short of the glory of God, we're told in Romans 3.23. And all of us have to come to Jesus like the woman at the well did in John chapter 4. And in doing so, we have to recognize what he's saying in John 3.16, which is, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And he brings with him a plan. And that plan is that we would all be saved. I love in the Second Peter 3, 9 verse that it says that he's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Amen. The, the antidote to perishing is repentance. is repentance. 
right? The gift is salvation. The gift is Jesus. But there is an action on our part that activates the gift, right? And that is the repentance on our part. Amen. And so we can't have, we can't have the gift of salvation without the repentance. And I think none of us, you know, we, that's not the fun part, right? No. I mean, it's not, but that's the truth. You know, he, the Lord is not, I love that. He's not slack with that promise, right? He has given us that promise. But in order to receive the promise, we have to repent and we have to recognize that he is God in our lives and that we are not. Amen. And that is wherein lies this situation. But with his plan that we should all come to repentance and that all of us would spend eternity with him. He also has Jeremiah 29, 11. You want to read that for us, Erica? Yeah, Jeremiah 20, 11, 20, whew, 29, 11. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Praise the Lord. He thinks about us. I am so thankful for that. I am so thankful that he thinks about me and that he has a plan for me. He has expectations for me. You know, if we don't have an expectation for ourselves, we don't have anything to live up to, right? I mean, we have, if we don't have expectations in our job, we're not going to get better, right? We have to have expectations, right? If you're in school, there are expectations and we need to set high expectations so that we move towards those expectations, right? He has an expectation of a good life for us. And he equips us to live the good life he promises us in John chapter 10, 10. He says that the thief cometh to steal, kill, and destroy, but I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. He has a plan for us to live the perfect life in his presence that leads us from here to eternity with him. I love that. If we can go to the Jeremiah 29, 11 verse and just kind of keep going a little bit yeah. about the plan that he has. Cause after it says, you know, he has, he will give us an expected end. Verse 12 says, then shall ye call upon me and ye shall go and pray unto me and I will hearken unto you. He will hearken unto us and come to us and ye shall seek me and find me when ye shall search for me with all your heart. We can find him right? We He's can seek lost. the Lord, right? And we can find him. And it says, 14 says, and I will be found of you, saith the Lord, and I will turn away your captivity and I will gather you from all the nations and from all the places whither I have driven you, saith the Lord, and I will bring you again into the place whence I, ca whence I caused you to be carried away captive. Jeremiah is, you know, writing at the time when the, when the Jews are in captivity, which was a result of the sin but the Lord says, if you search for me, you'll find me and I'll bring you to where you're supposed to be, which is his plan for us, right? His plan is not just, this is the school you're going to go to and this is the job you're going to have, right? And this is the kind of house you're going to live in and the car you're going to drive. His plan is that we are with him in fellowship all day, in whatever this world we're which in. Which is why we have to depart from evil, and do good, like we're told in Psalms 34, 14, because he doesn't dwell where evil is. But I love in Revelations 3, 20, where he says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If 
any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him, and he will sup with him, and he with me. And that is such a promise that this plan is, he's got a plan for you to commune with him. He's got a plan for you to hang with him. He's got a plan for you to stay with him and to walk with him and to be in his presence. And I just feel like we don't get that. We don't understand that he came to save us, yes, but he didn't save us and leave us. He wants to have a relationship with us. He wants us to understand who he is, to know his character, to walk with him, to to speak to him, to go to him for our guidance and our direction. When Jesus Christ came to this earth, he came as our savior and he continues to save our moments day by day Mm -hmm. and our days day by day and our years by year. If we simply follow his directions, he died once for all, but every day he is saving me from the snares and the trials, the temptations and the obstacles that the devil would put in my path. Jesus loves me. This I know. I love that. So we've talked basically about two gifts today that the Lord gives us as we're preparing ourselves to think about Christmas and to think about what it means to really receive this gift of Jesus. And we talked about salvation and we talked about the fact that he has a plan for our life. And clearly his plan for our life is salvation, but he also has a plan after salvation for relationship and communion with us and to have the abundant life he promised in john 10 10 thank you all for joining us in this podcast of woman at the well ministries and we look forward to being able to talk with you and see you uh, at our next appointed wednesday where we're having a conversation we will continue to uh, discover the gifts that he brings that we would be prepared to receive the greatest gift ever given, and that is Jesus Christ. Remember, you are loved. Jesus loves you. Thank you for joining us in today's podcast. You can visit the show notes for quotes from today's podcast and scripture references. We pray today has been a blessing, and we encourage you to reach out to us through our app, our website, or our Facebook page. You can find our app by searching for Woman at the Well Ministries in your app store or through our website at watwm.org. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash watwm. If you visit our website, you'll be able to subscribe to Bible Bits, a daily devotion written by Kim and delivered Monday through Friday by text message. Woman at the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father. And it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. To learn how to partner with Women at the Well Ministries, please visit our website. Thank you to the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us use their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your prayers. We are praying daily for our listeners. Remember that God loves you. You are loved.
Just knows what it is.